What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to our last episode of From the Panther Pit for this first semester. Sports editor Ben Barkley here sitting with the staff writer, Daniel Stackhouse. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm doing really good. There's been a lot a lot that's gone on this semester. I can't wait to wrap it up. Oh, yeah. We're wrapping it up. You know, holidays are fast approaching. This is our last week of school before exam week. Sports have been starting to wrap up. Today on the podcast, we got some swim. We got some basketball. The end of football. You know, it's, it's going to be a, an eventful episode, so get get ready. We're, we're about to jump right into things with some swim. Had a, ha, have had a couple meets, you know, right before Thanksgiving. We had our big meet against McIntosh. Absolutely destroyed them. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a lopsided affair, you know. We have – the thing with our team is, you know, we have depth. Like, you know, McIntosh may have three fast swimmers each side, but for us we have about 70, seven apiece, I mean – the depth on our team is phenomenal. So, yeah, we won Macintosh. Then we traveled down to LaGrange to take take part in the Toys for Tots Invitational. Had a lot of our kids gone. Scat kids were at a different meet. So we unfortunately did take second place in that meet overall for both boys and girls. Macintosh won that meet. This is the uh, emphatic boo on the radio station right now. But, yeah, you know, so far we've had a good season. 20th straight looks like it's in the bag, and – would have had a meet tomorrow up in Atlanta, but unfortunately that meet got canceled. So we're done with meet-wise for the semester. But you know, county's fast approaching for us. Can't wait to see you guys bring it home. Oh yeah, the first year we will bring it home. And I'm gonna let uh, Stackhouse jump it over. I haven't been watching basketball, but I know you've seen a, a bit of it for both sides. So how about you jump into some non-region play for those teams? Yes, I have. I kind of did some coverage on the teams that, while they were doing their non-region games. Both of them kind of struggled throughout the non-region games. Uh, th- near the end, near the end, the girls were starting to play a little better. The go- the boys just continued to struggle. So it was just kind of like, hey, what's gonna? I was just kind of thinking to myself, hey, what's gonna be happening when region play starts? And so that's region play started last week, if I recall. Mm-hmm. It started last week. We, we both teams played against Macintosh, and then we had. The boy, the girls won very convincingly. I, th- I think they had like fifty-eight to sixteen was that final score of that game. It was very convincing. Very convincing. It's kind of like all all the concerns kind of seem all the concerns are kind of like hey, kind of seem not even worth talking about now. <laughs> so it's kind of like, and we actually actually have some audio from staff writer Jocelyn Weber who actually went to cover that game, and here's what Coach Sweeney had to say. Um, I think they played well. Um, they played as a team, and um, they did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, who do you think were like the top performers? I guess. Um, I think Addie McDaniel played really well. Um, she she got after it. She's feisty. She got um, some early points. Um, Denise played well in the late game. Um, Allison always, you know, Allison always plays well. Um, Ashton hit a few shots. I think I think as a team they just all played well. Right. And um, will this affect? You know, beating Macintosh always boosts their confidence, so just the fact that it's um, a confidence booster is going to help them um, carry on to hopefully beat Whitewater on Thursday. Um, and it's our first region win, so we started off on a good note. Moving straight on to the guys, it's kind of a different story. Uh, they were leading most of the game, and they and what happened was Macintosh just started clawing their way back, 
was a very tight game in the last few minutes, and it just came out with a Macintosh victory. And I guess it's just the nature of the way things go sometimes. And I mean that that boys team, you know, you know, new coach, new identity. I mean, you, you got the talent. I mean, we've said the names before. I won't mention them again, but you know, this is what they expected. You know, new coach that sort of expected to be in the in an assistance role to Coach Gibbons before he left, and then they were like, "Hey, you're the head coach." I mean, it's just a new identity, and they gotta go to grow through the growing pains. And you know. Jocelyn and Weber actually talked with him as well after that game. Here's what he had to say. Uh, I mean, we played well. You know, it's obviously a pretty tough environment to come into, good and loud and fun. Um, like I said, overall, it felt like we played well. We got up early, um, didn't sustain our lead. You know, they, they played a good basketball game. Number five came in, made some big shots, was a really good player. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we got to figure out a better way to contain a good player like that. But overall, I felt like we played a good basketball game. We responded to some adversity. Brandon, you with us? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, we responded to some adversity. Like I said, we did we did some silly things, some uh, uncharacteristic things. But, you know, it's kind of what we're doing early in the season. we got to figure out how to win some of these basketball games instead of playing the real close ones. So, um, but like I said, overall, I felt good about, you know, our effort. We just got to figure out a way to close the basketball game out. So we have two sets of – we have two different ways to be looking. We have the girls who are 1-0 and the guys that are 0-1. How is that going to change – how is that going to change with the Whitewater game on that would have been next Thursday? We will find that out right now. Uh, so the girls also won very, very convincingly, but the guys again kind of struggled in their in their matchup against Whitewater. I mean, to be fair, Whitewater is a great team. They're I think they're the, one of, if not the best team in the county. But the boys the are the, the girls are. Yeah, the girls, but the guys, but yeah, the, guys the guys are good. Are really the guys good. are good. You know, credit to that to our to our girls team, man. They they can play some ball. I mean, the talent is there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, um, both the teams go to a couple of tournaments over the holiday break, but then they, they jump right back into it with some region play come second semester. So They'll be playing in January. Their first region game is going to be, I'm pretty sure, against Fayette County. That's going to be an exciting That'll exciting be an exciting games. game, Fayette County. They, they also have a good team, so that girls game will be a real, real dogfight. So now, you know, we, we left off last week on football – or whenever we did a, our we, last episode. The last time we were here, we were actually talking. We were actually leading up to Kel. We were leading up to Kel, which everyone expected was going to be a, a Kel-dominant victory, and we were out in round two again, as everyone expected. But boy, did we prove the haters wrong. Got a big victory, 45-28. to 28. And the, the win, you know, I think, I believe Hunter Lawson had, there were 357 total yards, 200 of them came from Hunter. So, Cal, you know, a very dominant victory. And the defense, I mean, they stepped up in a big way, made some huge stops, and held a pretty sure a very high-scoring team to just 28 points. And the offense was doing its job. So everything was just clicking. I talked with our defensive coordinator, Coach Schmitty, after that game. Here's what he had to say. Oh, man, it's priceless, priceless. I, guys play, man. I mean, that's, I love this team. Not just because we win. Every coach says that, but... You know, they just play. And when they go out, you just go out and play. And you play the best of your ability. You let the chips fall where they may. You know, every week we're a little bit out, man. They, I mean, people saw the speed they had on the field. It was unbelievable. So, you know, I'm just proud of our guys. We made, we got enough stops and 
And today's football, you got to get stops when you need them and get off the field. And we did that enough times tonight. So, you know, hats off to the defense. That, that's probably the best game I've seen them play all season. They just performed tremendously. How did you feel about that performance from the defense? Good. I, you know, it's, we knew they'd come out and make some adjustments. We probably got to do a little bit better job of helping our guys out, rolling some coverages. But, you know, I mean, shoot. I mean, you hold a team like that to seven points, they averaged 30 something points a game. We felt the offense was rolling, and we could just get a couple of stops in the second half with a lead. We'll be okay. Just nobody panicked. They just kept playing. Move on to the next round. So, uh, Jack's two sacks, that one of those last drives, really, just to take him off the field. How big was that for this huge, defense? Huge. Huge. I mean, Jack's been here two years. He's a senior. And we need seniors to step up and make those type of plays. He did it. He did a good job. So, yeah, it was just a dominant victory in round two, a dominant victory no one even expected. Everyone would have thought we were out. For sure, like everyone. But you know, good victory. You know, we we have we've had a season of proving everyone wrong. And I'm gonna let Stackhouse jump into it for round three. So round three, the quarterfinals we played against Dutchtown, and that was that was the place where I think everybody was starting to think, okay, I guess our time is up now. We've had a lot of fun. Now it's over. It's been a fun no, season. No, it yet. was not over yet. It was. We had a pretty solid. I think we were up like ten nothing at the. End of the, the first quarter, and yeah, the end of the sorry, the end of the second half, first half, and I'm pretty sure that's already more than what Dutchtown ten points. That's already more than Dutchtown had even had even given up throughout the playoffs at that point. And throughout the second half, I guess things kind of slipped on the defense, uh, the off, and so they got, and Dutchtown was able to get back in the game. And with the tu- but with another touchdown, Starsville took the lead. But then Dutchtown just started driving slowly, slowly, and slowly through the last few minutes of the game. And I was, I was on the edge of my seat thinking if the defense was going to make a stop. And fortunately, they did. They stuffed them to a field goal. So we went to overtime, 17-12. So about two, three plays, the court Dutchtown r- went in for a touchdown, kicked the extra point. What was I? But yeah, so Starsmo, we got when we got the ball, Ben Bonnie got some Ben Bonnie got all the yardage and then and then Kalen Sims, he punched in for the touchdown, and then there was a then there was a face mask penalty. So that brought the ball even closer to the goal line. And there and from what I was told, it was like the kids were just like, let's go for it. And they went for it. Risk the entire season. They risked the entire season and it worked. They came out of that game 25-24. Kalen dropped in the end of the end zone. Panther Stadium went wild. And I'm going to quote Phillips here. That's one of the most exciting finishes in Stars Bowl history. I even talked with Kalen Sims after that game, and here's what he had to say. Uh, the first half, you know, we came in with a chip on their shoulder. You know, we felt like they were disrespecting us. Yeah, they put the three hammers in the middle of the field. That really pissed off the whole team. So we came off and had to hit them in their mouth. And so you got, and then you scored two touchdowns in the in the second half, or no, was that right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you got you help get get this team off the ground when they need the when they need those points pretty badly. How do you feel about that? Um. Well, you know, coming into this game, I told them I was going to give it my all on the field, and I was not going to lose this game. They already said this is going to be our last game as a senior on this field, and I told them I wasn't going to lose. So I went out there and gave it my all, and we came out with the win. And then you give them that fu- that final two pointer, man. You carry you you bring this team 
to the lead four, man. How do you feel about ending, ending this game the way you did? Hey, man, I feel great. You know, I got to get a credit to my own line because if they weren't making them big blocks, I wouldn't have had as many yards as I did. I might not even score when I did. So I just got to get a thanks to them, get a thanks to the coaches for believing in me, for putting me in that situation. I guarantee he was, he was very excited. I, I can feel that, man. Like, that is a, that is a game you, you lay everything on the line to win. Oh, yeah, risked the entire season just to, to go for that two-pointer for the win. And, you know, it paid off, and they moved on to the Final Four for the first time since 2010, which is great for this school. But then the then Warner Robins came, and yeah. I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, so everyone thought that a quarterfinal would, may have been the time where we would have where we would have been done with the season. But but unlike the fourth, the Final Four, it was uh, – yeah, so it was it wasn't pretty. Uh, I'm gonna spare some gory details. We lost fifty five to three. Offense, uh, they couldn't really. There wasn't really any big momentum they could write on. The deep defense, the defense, they couldn't. The, the thing is, Dutchtown's offense was is so fast, so filled with incredible guys. Like like they were they were quick. And I don't know. It, it just seemed like that we were out. It just seemed simply that we were outmatched. I mean, that, that's because Warner Robins, they got such talent, such such explosive guys on their offense, and their defenses was just massive. So it's just hard to gain momentum for us. And it's really tough. It's really, really tough to see things end like that. But I talked to Coach Phillips about, about the game after that, and here's what he had to say. So as we kind of saw, Warner Robbins struck very fast, very furiously. Oh, what do you think happened on the defensive side? To where you well, they are a very, very talented team. And to be quite honest with you, they were bigger, faster, and stronger. And just we didn't tackle well in space, which, you know, and historically against very fast and big athletes, we've, we've struggled with that. And, you know, they got immediate momentum, and we couldn't ever slow them down. But, again, that was – Highly likely that will be the team that will be the, the state champion. And uh, we didn't play well. You know, we made some mistakes that we haven't been mistake and you haven't been making. The fumbles, the poor exchanges, the missed blocks. Um, we just did some things we haven't done in the last six weeks since we've been on that winning streak. And, you know, you can't explain that other than the fact that, you know, we were, you know, we were ready to play. We just... Got, got a little bit of, we got blasted and, you know, and didn't respond to it in the right way. It's kind of like general thoughts, just sitting out of the games all over. What are you, how are you feeling now? Well, I'll tell you, and I told the boys, I said, we need to, of course, this is a bitter taste. You know, we're in the state semifinals, but, you know, there again, we are in the state semifinal. There are four teams playing, and we just, we just won four region titles in a row. This football program just made it six consecutive state playoff appearance. You know, kind of back in the high-profile map by playing in this game again. And, you know, you gotta, you got to understand they accomplished uh, both our major goals, four region titles in a row and six consecutive playoff bursts. And, and then once that we reach that goal, we go week to week. And, you know, we reached, we reached, what, three? Three goals, winning week one, winning week two, winning the quarterfinal round, and then, you know, dropping this round. So... We were three, three for four on our postseason goals. And, you know, the, the lesson to be learned in this is 
hopefully we'll see, bro. Uh, the lesson to be learned in this, there's going to be failure, there's going to be adversity you have to battle through in life. We're not always going to win. You're not always going to get your way. Negative things are going to happen. It's, it's the thing that binds all human beings together is there will be adversity. There will be failure. you got to pick it up, put your boots back on, and keep battling and keep fighting. And I tell you, I, we were proud of the way they never quit. I mean, the, the message was keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. See if we can't get you know score and see what happens. And they never quit playing. So if those guys will do that for the rest of their lives, you know, success is always around the corner. So I mean, I I kind of agree that we could have gotten some of the seniors a much a much better finish. But hey, we got top, we got semifinals. Only four teams a year make that. Exactly, and that's the the farthest we've made since our state championship run back in 2010. I mean, this this team has just been their drive, their dedication. It was just inspiring. It was just unbelievable. It's been such an incredible team to watch. I have talked to senior Ben Bonney as well after that game, and here's what he had to say. Um, you know, I mean, they're they're a great team, you know, and we knew that coming in, and we just we made so many mistakes, and but I mean, I got to give them credit; they're a great team, and. We just we really shot ourselves in the foot with the turnovers and the penalties. So you got you got this game sun done. How do you feel about this season? Um, I'm, I'm so like you know grateful for this season and my teammates and they all just worked so hard and we all just love each other and you know I'm just I'm really proud of how the season went. I wish they would have ended differently, but you know we still played as hard as we possibly could. So I love this team and I'm proud of the way it went. Now you're coming at coming at the end of your senior or your high school career. How do you feel looking back of all the things you've been able to accomplish? You know, I'm, I wouldn't want to change anything at all. And, you know, I'm just – I'm proud of everything I accomplished. But, you know, I'm prouder of the team accomplished and they help, what, what they helped me accomplish as a person and as, as an athlete. I think we're really going to miss Ben and Kalen. Mainly yeah. because, like, they're such, they're such a talented duo. I mean, it's, it's, it's a one-two punch. You got – I've said this on many an episode. You know, we got Kalen's speed and Bodney's power. It's a one-two punch that not a lot of teams have been able to contain. And, you know, but I have a feeling that, that the, the running attack is still going to be dominant because I think Brandon Mathis is due for a breakout season next year. The, there, that also comes with some of the questions with how this team's going to look next year, and that mainly comes with the backfield. Sure, we got Brandon Mathis, but who's going to be the, Who's, who's going to be that number two, number three? And who's going to be the quarterback? Like, who's going to be under center? The defense – the defense and the O line. We got three O linemen coming back. We got the majority of the defense coming back. There's nothing. There's nothing. To the the, the question is just there. who's under center and who's behind the QB. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we shall see. But great job to the football team. If you haven't seen a foot, if you see a football player in the halls, go ahead and congratulate them. They deserve it. Well, I guess you were wrong, man. I guess I was <laughs> wrong for sure. If you go read my region preview story, you'll see I'm wrong. So, with that. The semester has come to an end. So many great moments from all of our sports here at Stars Mill. So let's kind of let's kind of just take take a moment to just kind of look back some of our favorite stuff we've seen this year. Oh, we favorite start. stuff. Oh, I mean that Griffin game, probably one of the best Stars Mill games I've ever seen. The f- game-winning fifty-yard field goal from Connor Mark. I mean the, the the whole place just exploded. It was just unbelievable, especially because everyone, myself included, region story, thought that we were going to lose that game. But seeing Connor kick that 50-yarder, that was his first field goal ever. It was just an un- unbelievable sight. I think some of my favorites were, ironically, when Stars Mill was, ironically when Stars Mill was losing. And I'm talking about mainly the volleyball semifinal. It was tough to see our team lose, but that was such a 
The semifinal against Whitewater, that was such a hard-fought game. It was thrilling to see who was actually going to win that, that it kept me on the edge of my seat the entire time. Yes, volleyballs did an amazing job in Whitewater. It was just a, a great match for both teams. As we talk, Dutch, the Dutchtown quarterfinal game, uh, another one of my favorite games. I'm going to remember I'm going to remember that for a long time. I think everyone's going to remember that one. One of the best moments in Stars Mill football history, as Phillips mentioned. And there's kind of the – there's also a lot of the the softball's playoff run that I was able to go go and check out week after week because that was my first big experience covering a team and being able to see that team as my first experience. Like, wow. That's a good first experience. Like, softball girls, if you're listening to this right now, thanks for letting – let me watch all that because that was exciting stuff to watch. Oh, yeah. You softball girls are pretty dominant. And so with that, the semester comes to a close. So for myself, Daniel Stackhouse, our beloved newsroom, thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. And as always, go Panthers. Go Panthers.